Welcome to another episode of the Feral Human Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Smith. And today I want to talk about what I consider to be the three aspects of health. And I think one of the problems with the modern health concept is that we tend to really only look at one of them. And the three aspects are your physical body, your mental body, and your emotional body. And all three of these, we see them as three separate entities, but they're really not. They're really just aspects of the same thing. And different things that happen to any of those bodies can show up in any of those. So if you have a physical problem, it may show up as an emotional or a mental problem. Or what we see more commonly is that you have a mental or an emotional problem, and it shows up as a physical problem. And a lot of times, a lot of you know chronic kind of issues that medicine has a hard time addressing, uh, it's because that these issues may not be physical. It may not be something that you can just take a pill for and make it go away. This may be something that you have to do some sort of like therapy or an emotional release sort of protocol to get rid of. Especially in the realm of health and fitness, we tend to focus solely on the physical. There's some, um, there's, there's a little bit of going into, you know, um, visualization and stuff like that to help you reach your goals. But very rarely does it look at uh, things like limiting beliefs. And limiting beliefs are something that have you have sort of unconsciously created in your mind and usually in response to some sort of trauma or you know some sort of feeling of obligation, something to that effect. And these limiting beliefs really do create your reality. If you believe that you're always going to be fat, you're going to have a really, really, really hard time losing weight. It's because every time that you start to make progress and you have even the slightest setback, you're just going to, you know, that thought is going to pop into your head and you're going to be like, of course I had a setback. I'm always going to be fat. I'll never be healthy. And if you never address these limiting beliefs, it becomes incredibly challenging to meet your goals. There are techniques for crashing through those limiting beliefs, but that, I'm not going to go into that today. I just want to kind of lay the framework here. And then you have, you know, that's, those are your thoughts that are running through your head. And then there are unprocessed emotions to um, things like anger and sadness and stuff like that, that you just kind of hang on. If, um, if you used to walk with your dog every single day and your dog has since passed, and now every time you think about walking, you get sad, so you don't want to walk anymore. That's, that's a problem if walking is your way of getting physical movement. Now all of a sudden, walking doesn't have a good connotation. And if you don't process out that sadness from the loss of your dog, if you don't deal with that grief, then your health could slide off dramatically. You could end up with all kinds of physical problems. And these are often things that, is, um, in Western society especially, we're very good at breaking things into parts. You know, you, you go see a therapist for things that are running around in your head. You may see a psychologist for emotional issues. And then you may see a trainer for um, getting your body back into shape, a nutritionist for getting your diet right. And there's nothing wrong with that. But the problem is, is all those specialists generally don't communicate with each other to coordinate some sort of um, plan, some broader map that the client can go through, that you can go through to get to your fitness goals, to address these issues. I think more, we're gonna see more fitness health professionals starting to integrate these things on their own. 
obviously there's still going to be issues that you need to see specialists for that are um, much more intense and more difficult to deal with than sort of the lower grade stuff. But I really think that you're going to see a huge upswell in health professionals that are taking a more broad approach to treating people. Um, not that this is a plug, but I founded Overminded, which is my coaching business based on that concept. And I think the great failing of what I, I call Western medicine, which is really, it's either disease management or it's what it's exceptionally good at is trauma medicine. If you're leg got cut off, they're very good at keeping you alive. In many cases, they're even good at putting you back together in a reasonably normal way. What they're really, really, really lacking in is curing diseases. Um, they're good at putting you on a pill that you'll take for the rest of your life. The pill is the cure, which isn't true. What the, the pill does is it, whatever they're giving you, it knocks the problem down low enough that your body can heal if it's not something that you take forever. And that's what antibiotics do. They allow you to get a leg up on the infection so that your body can, your body's immune system can do what it needs to do. But we won't digress down that today. That's a whole different subject. Now, if you really want to look at what's going on in, uh, in these three bodies for yourself, you have to spend some time with yourself. You have to be alone. You have to ask yourself questions and sit quietly and wait for the answer to come. Because if you ask enough questions and you wait long enough, the answers will come. In the vast majority of cases, we already know the answer, we just don't want to admit it to ourselves. Um, it's, it's hard to take a good, long look at ourselves and see what we really need to do with ourselves, because often it's uncomfortable, the next step. Now there's nothing wrong with getting help, um, in addressing these different areas, you know, physical, obviously I've mentioned some things you can see a, uh, a personal trainer or a nutritionist for physical stuff. But if every time you start a workout, you're running into excuses as to why you can't do it, then there's some sort of limiting belief. there keeping you from making that goal, from making that a routine. And then you need to see someone who can help you break through those limiting beliefs. Um, limiting beliefs, often have a strong emotional component to them because as I mentioned, they, um, they often stem from trauma. Sometimes it's low key stuff, like somebody said something to you a long time ago and you took it to heart. And sometimes it's really hardcore, like you know a suicide or something like that. And you may need to also see a therapist to help you get through that, somebody who specializes in that sort of stuff. But keep in mind when you're m moving towards physical sort of goals, to ask yourself questions about the thoughts that come up as you're creating your goals and the thoughts that come up as you're taking the steps you need to meet those goals and make note of the roadblocks that you are putting in front of yourself. Those are usually the hardest roadblocks to overcome, the ones you create for yourself. We can, we can all be our own worst enemies. And the easy part really is getting the fitness routine, getting the meal plan, and getting the gym membership. That's the easy part. Those are the steps that you just tick on a box. Problem solved, right? It's the getting up and doing it and making it a routine. And that's when you start running into your real, real problems. And you can force yourself through. You can just be like brute force. I'm going to do it. Some people are very successful at this. They're just like, screw it. 
I'm going to keep grinding this out until it's a routine and it does, it feels wrong if I don't do this. And that works for some people, but for the vast majority of people with everything else we juggle in our lives, that's just more than people want to deal with. And <laughs> the, the goal path just completely falls apart. It takes, you know, you, you have, you skip one day and you're like, okay, no big deal. And then you skip two days and you're like, all right, I'll jump back on it tomorrow. And before you know it, it's been like three weeks and all that stuff's been sitting to the wayside. And you start telling yourself, oh, I don't have time. This is more important. That's that. And then you've paid for a gym membership for a year. You went for three weeks. And I mean, it happens every January. That's what happens every January with the New Year's Resolution crew. So rather than just looking at it as a simple, I'm fat because I don't work out or I eat like garbage because I don't have a meal plan or something that's real cut and dry like that. Look at your thoughts around everything about your health because it's all related. It's all related. You can't break one part out. You can't, you know, like I said before, if you get sad walking and you've put on weight since your dog died, your weight gain may not be related to any change other than you not processing the sadness of your dog passing. Health is a very, very, very complicated thing. And every single thing we think, every single thing we do affects it. That's why it's so important to build good patterns that help you maintain your health. And I, I think that's another thing that we have to stop thinking is that we talk about things being good for us. And the baseline for a human is healthy. So it's not that things are good for us. It's that things are bad for us. There are things that we do that detract from our health. There aren't things that we do that are good for our health. I know that's, that's a change in perception, right? I feel like I'm going to get some pushback on that, but hey, whatever. We have this theory that we always have to be adding stuff to health, adding stuff to health, adding stuff to health. And the reality is up until, you know, the modern era, really like post-agriculture, people didn't have to do anything to be healthy. There was nothing they had to go out of their way to do to be healthy. Going about their lives created happy humans. That's how humans developed. It's now that we have all these unhealthy things that we deal with all the time that we have to add things to be healthy. So the trick is to structure your life in a way that keeps you healthy rather than having to go out of your way to do a ton of extra stuff, all this life hacking stuff, so that you can be healthy. Not that there isn't some value in, in looking into that, but before you start going down the path of tons of supplements and all kinds of extra stuff to get healthy, how are you sleeping? How are you eating? What are your thoughts? How do you feel about your life in general? Feelings especially are a big one. People, <laughs> we've been taught that feelings are, you know, this problem that we have to just kind of shove out of the way and move past. But really, your feelings are your biggest indicator of what's going best for you and what's going worst for you. These are very, very strong signals that your, your I mean, emotions I tend to associate more with like your spiritual side. Anyway, it doesn't matter what you call it really, but your deep inner longing, your emotions are what are indicating how close you are to your deep inner longing. 
A lot of your thoughts are created by your environment around you, the people you grew up with, the circles that you're in, your job, your school. And that stuff cannot serve you very well because it's a, a lot of it is going to be stuff that's been pushed on you until you've processed it. It's not necessarily things that you consciously absorbed. They were things that you absorbed because you were around it a lot and you got praise or it was beneficial at the time to operate with those thoughts. Much, much of our childhood is being programmed to do certain things a certain way. And then I feel like a lot of adulthood is trying to undo that programming to create thought patterns that are much more beneficial to what you want your life to look like. And those, that, that emotional body and that mental body, your thoughts, are the most overlooked aspect of health, I think. You can just, it's very demonstrative in our society to see what a stigma it is, all the mental health issues, um, how, how much crap people get for having mental health issues, because our society does not value mental health. It's basically shut up and do what you have to do and get on with your life. Life sucks and that's it. Just deal with it. And it doesn't have to be that way. You can build the life you want, but you have to have these physical, mental, and emotional patterns, this toolkit that allows you to build the life you want. And if you're just focusing on the physical, it's like trying to build a house with nothing but a hammer. If you only have one tool, you can get the job done. You can probably build a house with nothing but a hammer, but it's not going to be um, it's not going to be a real awesome house and it's going to be a lot more work than it should be. Instead, focus on building thoughts that serve you. Pay attention to your emotions and see what they're guiding you to. It's when you don't fight when you don't fight life so much, things go a whole lot better. It's just like I'm not saying there won't be bad times. There's going to be, no matter how amazing life is, you could be a bajillionaire. There's still going to be tough times. It's going to look different for everyone, but there's no such thing as life without tough times. So much of that is perspective. You know, what's, what's the expression? Uh, a pessimist sees challenges at every opportunity and an optimist sees opportunities at every challenge. So much of life is just a matter of perspective. So on this full moon, I challenge you to look at your goals and look at one, how you feel about them, like deep down, how you really feel. And look at the thoughts that come up when you focus on that goal. Are they positive thoughts? Are they negative thoughts? What about your emotions? Do you feel like you're doing it because you're supposed to? Or do you feel like you're really excited about it and this is something you really want for yourself? Anyway, thank you for tuning in for another episode of the Feral Human Podcast. Um, we're coming up on Christmas time. If you celebrate that, I hope you have a fabulous Christmas with your family. If I'm not an expert on holidays because I don't do much for them, but if you have other holidays that are coming up this time of year, I hope all of your holidays are wonderful. I hope you get to spend it with loved ones and I hope you get to do things you really value. Until next time, this has been Benjamin Smith. Go feral. <laughs>